Hey everybody, welcome to the next installment of Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo. It, believe it or not, is June 23rd, the time of this recording, and man, it has been a crazy couple of months. I am extremely sorry that I have not been able to get to this podcast and fill in, and I'm going around talking, telling people, hey, I've got a podcast, and I'm not doing anything with it, which is a bad deal, and I'm so sorry for that, because a lot of things have happened, actually, in the last couple of months since I last put something out in uh, April. And uh, strangely enough, I had almost two hours worth of stuff to put out in May. And you might have heard that the last thing that was uh, on here was the uh, weekend uh, Memorial Day weekend update. And uh, that was fine. But after that, I had been talking with uh, my co-hosts, Nelson Martinez and uh, Jimmy James, and finding out that the audio was horrible let's just say uh somehow whatever successes i was having in my first um a couple of recordings did not translate to later stuff it seems that uh having them speak over the phone and re-recording over this uh, was a little difficult i also realized that recordings they had made in the car also were were problematic uh, due to feedback, uh, loop, you know, all kinds of stuff you know, where you're hearing yourself. Don't you just hate that when that happens on the phone that you're talking and you can hear yourself repeat in the background? Okay, well, it was that kind of annoying nonsense. However, uh, again, it today is June 23rd. And there's been two months of baseball, uh, which you have probably read much about in the newspapers as to how all of a sudden, two years ago, balls were flying out of the uh, stadiums. And now all of a sudden, nobody can hit a baseball. So it's one of those things. And uh, the last thing that me and um, Nelson were talking about was that we had gone to the Met game here at Tropicana, we had also gone to the Yankee game. Well, me and Wanda, my wife, went to the Yankee game, and then the rest of us um, went to the Met game. Uh, during this time, sadly, Nelson was ill, so he couldn't go see any of the games, but uh, it, it is he watches them like I do religiously on the television. So, uh, that was a crazy thing, and it, it, it has gotten crazier because at this point in time, June 23rd, Baseball has cracked down on supposed illegal substances that the pitchers are throwing. And now that uh, baseball stadiums have been stat cast, radared, lidared, sonared, uh, you know, just all, all kinds of nards uh, doing their thing in baseball stadiums, we pretty much can detect the amount of bacteria that's on a baseball as it is going out of the baseball stadium. So... Spin rates is one thing that they have just bugged out all over with now baseball, and uh, that's what they're investigating. Not the fact of the matter that the hitters just can't seem to hold up on these uh, breaking balls all over the place. So baseball right now, except for a few stars that are, I mean, the stars are doing the stars. I mean, we have guys who are at, you know, the 20 home run mark. Uh, already to, you know, they're going for those 40, 50 home run seasons. But 
baseball in general can't seem to hit a baseball. So that is one of the things that when I get uh, Nelson back on uh, on the air here for hopefully a live show, which is what I will probably be having to do uh, through the phone for now is have people on live and uh, we'll be talking to him about that and other other crazy stuff that has been happening in the entire month of May and basically the entire month of uh, June. So that's one particular problem uh, is the baseball problem. So in our very next episode, we will not be talking baseball. We'll be talking about two other things uh, that have happened here in uh, in my life, which I'm I'm happy about. And um, we'll be discussing them right after this uh, commercial break. Thank you very much for listening to Outside Looking in this is Joe Choo Choo. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next episode of Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo. Uh, this, I have decided that uh, behind that June 23rd uh, wrap up, that this will be season three. Season two was basically a lost season uh, due to um, problems with audio. I've had to do these kind of myself because getting other people on live on the radio, either in my car or on this phone, really has not been working out. So uh, when I get back to my buddy Nelson Martinez, we'll be talking live when I go uh, back to his house or whenever he comes here, we can get something a little better, more situated. Also for my other uh, co-host, Jimmy James, um, helping him also start his podcast and as well uh, trying to get audio situation with him he hasn't been around as well so we're going to attempt to be doing that uh, as you heard in the, our very last segment in my very last segment we started talking about baseball a little bit uh, June 23rd uh, has made the uh, we're almost by the all-star break and uh, things have been uh, pretty crazy in baseball the Mets themselves have only been in first place only by the arm of Jacob deGrom himself uh, doing things that no other human being has ever done with a uh, as a pitcher in a very 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 long time so it's a pleasure to watch him uh, the Yankees aren't doing all that fantastically um, they're looking like a mishmash club that either can't hit I just found out really that the whole lineup is almost right-handed which is anathema to Yankee Stadium which really needs a lot of left-handed batters and the Rays themselves are actually acquitting themselves fantastically as the point of this particular broadcast last night they brought up their phenom Wander Franco and if you happen to see it on Google somewhere they have an actual Google tape of Wander Franco's father somebody's taping him taping his son at bat and Wander hits a tying three-run home run to tie the game 5-5. I forget who they were playing. I think it was the Orioles. 
And, uh, oh no, it was Boston themselves. Oh, first place Boston. That's who they were going in. And it was, uh, to see dad's reaction was fantastic. Uh, it was a, a well done thing. You know, him, you, somebody's got a phone on him. He's got the phone on the kid. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just all weird. It, it, and it, I, I think, I think they even put it up on the stadium scoreboard or whatever. It was some, it was great. It was great. So basically, that's uh, where baseball stands right now. All kinds of weird teams are doing things. Uh, San Diego, their all-star lineup has had their up and downs, and so have the Dodgers. The, the, the miracle team at the moment are the San Francisco Giants. Nobody thought that they would be doing anything, but all of a sudden, everybody's found their past. Um, that's, uh, and like I said, the Mets, the Mets are the best of the worst is what they are the Mets have not hit a lick they're like close to dead last in offense in a whole bunch of categories but yet they have the second best ERA in baseball behind strangely enough the Houston Astros of all people so uh, that's where we are with baseball June 23rd we'll get into a little more deeper uh, when uh, Nelson comes back and uh, when I come back, we'll be talking about one of the two things that have happened, one of the, no, one of the three things that have happened uh, in the past couple of months, uh, which have been really great, and I'll be very, very glad to tell you about them. So, please, uh, come on back, listen to Outside Looking In, this is Joe Choo Choo. Hey everybody, welcome back to Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo. And again, we are continuing our marathon of recording here on uh, June 23rd of 2021. And uh, the first thing that uh, I'm going to bring up of the three things, with three nice things that have happened uh, to us in the last uh, month, is that I finally got my miracle medical marijuana license yes that's exactly what i would sign by under a medical marijuana license uh yeah very cool florida one of the very many states that have already okayed medical marijuana and uh the sad part is that almost in a concentric circle away from us the next state that has anything is like Washington, D.C. or Colorado. Everything's spread far, far away from us. So we're lucky that we managed to get the uh, medical marijuana card. Um, rules here are basically you have to pay uh, about $100, $150 for the doctor's visit and the certification. And then you pay $75 for the license. The 100 and something is usually annual. The 75 bucks though is only every seven months, which is another weird thing that Floridians do. They even have leases that are only seven months long. So that's how they figure that the seven month mark is a legal mark for either uh, having something permanently or having something not permanently. So that's, that's their logic behind that. And the best part is, is now that right around the corner from my house is one of the many medical dispensaries that Florida has. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. And that, uh, the one that I have around here is called the, the company is called True Leave. 
and everything is true this, true that, whatever. Uh, they have their own proprietary cartridges for vape pens, but they sell other, other brand products. But as a dispensary, it is not, this is not the picture of what you were looking at probably if you watched the show Disjointed as I did when it was, uh, when it came out with, uh, Kathy Bates, a wonderful show. Uh, got to see Chris Red really solidly for the first time as somebody, uh, uh, we knew what we were going to get when we had him on SNL. So. Uh, it's not like that. You don't get the jars of weed and, and, you know, you're able to like, ah, you know, the, 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 no, none of that. This is more like a pharmacy where everything is packaged, everything I mean, packaged, packaged. Okay. And everything is behind counters and, uh, all that kind of stuff. In fact, they don't even let you touch the, um, active merchandise. Like, you know, yeah, you can look at the pens and stuff like that, but you can't, um, you can't um, touch the weed. You can't do everything is sealed in, in almost like pond cold cream like jars. So that's uh, basically uh, what they have. Uh, but they have edibles also packaged. I have tried the gummies. Eh. I have tried the brownies. Eh. They're little. They're little tiny squares. They don't think that they, you know you're getting like an Entenmann's you know box of. Of brownies and stuff like it's not even that the whole thing 10 little brownies they're like oh my god little squares i wouldn't even i wouldn't even equal them to those little uh bite-sized entomin stuff they're even smaller than that and then also the brownies are very dry i don't know who bakes these brownies but uh there's no vegetable oil there's no nothing and they're pretty dry so, you know, when, if at anybody ever offers you one in one of those little sealed little packages, all right, don't try not to pull it out of the package. Try to just kind of empty it into your mouth because otherwise you're going to be in a lot of trouble. And to be honest with you, for the prices of, of what a lot of these things cost, um, it's no wonder that flour still is the number one the weed itself is the number one thing to get over tinctures, over vapes, over food, over anything else, because I guess those are for the people who just really can't smoke. And I don't know about the vaping because the vaping makes you cough just like the real thing. So again, you have to be kind of a flower aficionado to, uh, to appreciate this stuff. So it definitely way better Let's just say that if you were out in the street buying weed, this would be the better weed that you'd be buying. You know, the stuff that would cost you, I'd say, what, 35 and eighth, you know, 30 to 35 and eighth. The cheap shit here, yeah, the 30 and out, uh, thirty and eighth and, and, and lower would be like your sour diesels that nobody likes, all right? It may come in different strains, but nobody likes to taste the sour diesel. Uh, but I've had some pineapple upside down cake and no, it doesn't taste like cake. I mean, you know, I'm talking to those people who never smoked before, but you know, weed still kind of tastes like weed unless you, you're lucky to get some like strong mango or something like that. That got the, uh, like a bitter orange taste to it or something like that. That's, that's the only, the differences, but you know, I'm, I'm supposedly speaking to the choir here about uh, taste and stuff like that. The joke this is the joke I always said, you know, if you, if you smoked enough weed in your lifetime or you smoke some pretty rough weed in your lifetime, um, 
in my case, the joke that I like to tell people is that uh, I could be skunked and it wouldn't bother me because I've smoked enough skunk weed that, you know, when I go out in the woods and people go, skunk, I'm like, bring it on, bring it on, Pepe Le Pew, bring it on. Yeah, that, that is really, it's, it, it's really funny. You know, burnt rubber, yeah, these, these smells do not bother me because there had, you know that there had been weed out there that smelled just like it. And uh, the other great thing about this uh, with the um, Truly folks, of which I like to give a shout out to Maddie D. And I want to give a shout out to Noel. Okay, two of the... Uh, uh, wow, they do everything kind of. And Matty D, I think, is a supervisor. He he does a lot of things. He does the uh, booking you in in the front. He does sales in the back. He he does all kinds of things. So it, it, it's it's a wonderful thing. And Noel's been great as well. Everybody that I've been over there, you know, and they be teaching people. Oh my God, talk about! It's almost like being in a college or something like that. Every time I go, there's like a whole new crew of people being trained to uh to do this uh, yeah we're opening up another store up in citrus park and where yeah, we got a train to go do that and blah, blah, blah. it's like wow and you know these are all heads this is about maybe the only job i can't understand do you get tested for this job i forgot to ask so you know folks for you for the next time i talk to you uh hopefully about this is uh, i'll ask some really stupid questions of these people and maybe if i can get that to uh to uh do a show with me then no he'll do a show with me all right i know it all right so uh hopefully soon i'll get noel to come in here he'll push you know uh we'll do a whole commercial on true leave and about how being taught about uh all these oh my god that the thc versus cbd now there's cbn there's there's uh and then all the the chemicals that give it its taste the eans terpenes limonenes uh you know all kinds of eans and uh how they they change the taste and everything oh you get oh and then the the biggest one is the the knowledge of basically there's only two types of of weed that get you high One's called a sativa, the other one's called an indica. The sativa is the one that gets you fired up and gets you to do stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you're high, but like, like woo, 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 woo. You know, the indica is, that puts you to sleep. That's sleepy weed, all right? Whenever you got it in the street, you rolled up, and next thing you know, you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah, it, 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 you're the kind of high that you like. You can't do anything, so that's the kind of high for you to like relax, watch a funny movie on TV. And it it is indicates the definite Netflix and chill weed. All right, sativa. No, you need to go out and wash the car. Okay, you're gonna do it high. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna have fun. You're gonna listen to the music, but you're gonna wash the car okay so that's <laughs> that's one of those jobs so and then they have hybrids hybrids are a mix of the two you learn yourself by you know doing all this uh ingesting you know what works for you what doesn't work for you you know the f the food stuff is for people who can't smoke all right they just don't want to smoke or they just don't, oh, I don't like the taste of the, the weed or whatever okay that's for them Okay, the liquids and stuff like that, you figure out what's good for you, what's not good for you. 
And then you also have what they call combos, which is a, there's a mix of THC and CBD special, you know, side thing where they mix CBD, which is legal. You don't need anything to, to buy CBD by itself since that part is not the controlled substance of marijuana. The THC is, but these mixtures are like when you're really hurting and you, you need to just lay down and just relax, listen to some music cause maybe earlier in the day you pulled a muscle or something like that or, or something you take a hit of a combo and it kind of mellows you out, mellows you out pain wise. It's, 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 it's pretty good. Anybody out there that has ever tried any CBD products will attest to this, especially if you like sucked on one of those little liquid syringes, little toy syringes that they give you with CBD in them. And next thing you know, a minute later, you just feel that, ah. It's not even a high. It's just all of a sudden, it's just the warmth that comes over your body. And, ah, oh, it's like, okay, yeah. I'll be honest with you, expensive stuff. You know, you better really, like, try try to be in a situation. It's, it's like being high. Try to be in a situation where you're not, like, blowing your head, you know. So, it, it, it's, it, it's that kind of thing. So it's been wonderful. It's been great. I uh, I have you know various uh, physical ailments. My uh, sciatica, well, my stenosis and my peripheral neuropathy are pretty much kicking my ass. Uh, it's hard for me to pick up things. Hard for me to walk, and just general movement in general. I feel like I weight you know five hundred pounds, even though I lost seventy. So it's it's one of those things. They didn't have any problem prescribing it to me, you know. So and that all that that I'm telling you right now actually uh, will lead into my uh, next segment, uh, which uh, uh, has to do with exactly that. And again, I'd like to thank the people at Truly for the, the, the relief they're giving me, so I don't have to be taking so many damn pills. I don't do any of the oxys or hydros, not at all. I don't do any. Uh, opiates and I don't uh, basically I'm on two Tylenols in the morning and a whole lot of weed during the day and so that's my life as far as my mental health and and my physical health so that's uh, that's that's it's a good thing it's a good thing so listen folks I'm gonna let you all go because I know that after like uh, 15 minutes either you're bored with me or you need to go to the bathroom so I will uh let you go and you come back please because the next thing we'll be talking about is uh, again one of the things great things that have been happening to uh us and uh come back to outside looking in this is joe choo choo hey everybody welcome back to outside looking in this is joe choo choo show and uh it's really funny because right now you're probably listening in the background some disco music and it's really funny because i always said damn i gotta get to these podcasts i gotta get to these podcasts so the day i, I decide to do this in the room even though i've got the door closed and stuff uh usually some afternoons uh we go back in the time capsule to the late 1970s and the disco queen Wanda, my wife, is, you know, doing 
things around the house, but she, believe me, it's, uh, it's uh, Soul Train in here sometimes, so it, it, it's really funny. So if you hear the music in the background, well, I guess that's my background music for the show. Instead of using whatever Anchor has in their little library, it's pretty funny. So it's, uh, <laughs> uh, in the last episode, we were talking about uh, True Leave and the medical marijuana situation here in Florida, which is at least a step in the right direction. And I'm happy for that. So I uh, say thanks, True Leave. And let's see how, you know, how that goes with uh, their products and let's just see how the future goes with uh getting marijuana uh totally uh legal in this country so in this particular episode though this is a little a little different because actually as do as i probably told you before um if i haven't told you my age in uh, various seasons before is uh, i'm already 64 oh well I'm going to be 64 in January. I'm 63 right now. And in the whole past bunch of years, I have been suffering from all kinds of physical ailments, uh, mostly neurological. Uh, I have spinal stenosis, several bad discs. I've had a laminectomy in my neck, uh, C3 through C6. And uh, that only relieved the pain in my arms for a little while. And now I'm suffering from total neuropathy in my hands. I have the hands of a 90-year-old. Uh, can barely grab things too much. My thumbs are starting to go bad. My hands are starting to look like, I don't know, chimpanzee hands. Where I'm more, you know, my, my fingers are more curled. And, and, and my thumbs really not being that incredibly opposable anymore. So it, it, it's one of those things. And my feet, I don't feel my legs, I don't feel my feet, you know. So it's all that kind of nonsense, which is uh, what, uh, thank God, like I said, at least the pains and, and just the outright uh, mental health out, uh, uh, aspects of this are being helped by the medical marijuana. Now, the other thing that uh, that has happened that has been a very uh, positive thing in my life, and I'll tell it to you in the form of a joke. There are three guys walking down the street. One guy has his hands, he's all man his hands are all mangled. You know, I can believe me, I can relate. Uh the second guy has a short leg, so he's walking around with the crutches. And the third guy, he's all bent over like Quasimodo. I mean totally bent over. So they're walking down the street, I guess they're band of brothers or whatever, and who should they meet? None other than the almighty Jesus himself. And they're like, oh, my, my Lord. And they're like, oh, huh. And, and, and Jesus says, fear not. You have been wonderful, wonderful followers. I love you guys. All right. Is there something I can do for you? You know, it, it, he asks, being polite. He sees, but he asks. Jesus is a polite man. So the first guy with the bad hands goes, ah. Oh, Excuse me, Jesus. You see, my hands are like all oh, mangled. I haven't worked my entire life. And, 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 and you know, I don't know what to do. And, and Jesus says, no problem. Touches the man's hands and he straightens out, straightens out his hands. I saw oh, my Lord God. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. He goes off to praise the Lord. Second guy with a short leg, he's like, 
Well, Lord, you see, you know, it's hard for me, you know, to get around. To the... Don't worry, says Jesus. He goes, he reaches, touches the man's leg. He straightens out. He's like, oh, my God. He throws away the crutches and he just runs off, runs off, not walks off, runs off to praise the Lord. Now, the third guy bent over and Jesus says, well, nice. your problem is obvious. And he reaches out. To touch him, and the third guy says, "No, no, 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 Lord, it's okay, fine, I'm good, I'm collecting disability." And that is what's happening to me. I finally got a disability check, and uh, I'm on disability. So it's it's a you know things that we have worked for for our lives, and you know thank the U.S. government. You know, I had to jump through some hoops, you know. You have to jump through hoops. You want your money, you have to jump through hoops. So, I had to go to the doctors they told me to go to. But, I mean, look, they're looking at me. My hands are shot. I'm walking with a cane. You know, so, I, it was good. And you know what? This is the exactly the time to take a, uh, a chance to thank the folks at Social Security Disability Corporation. This is a bunch of folks, a bunch of lawyers, beautiful company that the MTA, in their wisdom, hired to have transit workers file for disability. Normally, disability, you would have to pay either a percentage, <coughs> a percentage of your uh, retro check or upfront. You know, it's not that it's not that incredibly cheap and they vary and especially if it's a company that takes a percentage instead of taking a flat fee. So it can it can get pretty it can get pretty expensive. So the MTA though, they figured, listen, our people are retiring at 55 or at least my tier at the time, which is I think still going on for at least another 10 years, my particular tier, we could get out of full pension at 55. We don't collect Medicare till 65. So the MTA figures, man, we're paying, especially since they took over the medical, which now they probably regret. They took over the medical saying, hmm, I'm paying full medical for somebody who's not working for me for a full 10 years. Okay. And that came out to X amount of cost to pay for me to be on they're full medical from 55 to 65, hard one medical ben union medical benefits. So they figured, wow, maybe if at 55, the guy is like leaving, he's just hanging on, you know, to get his full pension. And the minute he leaves at 55, he could file for disability, but doesn't want to because for whatever reason. The incentive is now for the MTA to have that guy file at 55. Let's say he takes him a year to get them. All right. Actually, I shouldn't say that because it actually goes retroactive to the time of disability. So let's say that the, the day you retire at 55, you get disability, but it is retroactive to the day you retired. That means that two years after that date on your retirement date, but at the age of 57, you would be eligible for Medicare. 
So now the transit authority doesn't have, they'll pay for you, but seeing that you will not use the insurance, the rates will come down for the MTA because you will not be using the MTA medical as your primary. You'll be using Medicare as the primary. Anything that Medicare doesn't pay, the MTA medical will pay. In this case right now, I think it's Aetna, okay, because it changes, like, your meal changes every every bunch of year. Whatever whatever plan that the MTA can get the cheapest, that's what they'll shift over. We've already gone through, like, even before I retired, we went through so many drugs. We've been back and forth to CVS. Every third, every third change in our prescription plan, we keep on going back to CVS, Caremark. Uh, so it's, it's one of those things. They keep on jumping at whatever bandwagon happens to be the cheapest at the moment. So... Now, instead of paying for a full, you know, in other words, you're not using the, the MTA medical. And by not using it, you're cutting, you're cutting down their costs of using the MTA medical. And so that's how they figure, hey, listen, if at 57 to 65, I can get you to be on Medicare instead of being on our plan. All right. Fantastic. So and that that eight years at least. Or average from eight to like zero. If the median is four years, that's four years worth of of medical or whatever expenses they feel are worth saving to turn around and pay this, uh, pay these lawyers to do the work. All right, on a on a flat fee basis. And SSDC, uh, Sarah Vate. The name, I just don't have the name on me right now. But uh, this uh, young lady and her staff were able to get me disability, and I thank them incredibly for it. It has been a lifesaver. And um, I say that uh, all MTA, anybody that asks me, I'll be calling a few of my MTA buddies and stuff like that. I say, listen, if, it, if it's by the time you leave, if that's what you're going to be doing, you're going to be filing anyway then go for the gusto. Go for the gusto. That's it. These people, these people, um, they're very good at it. They're very good at it. You know, and I, and strangely enough, I think it took me so long to get it was COVID related. Honestly, you know, nobody was around as social security, their offices weren't even open. Okay. So things were being done all remotely. So for them to even be able to pull this off in such a, a quick time with everybody being closed and paperwork and this and visits and stuff like that, I did my part. I pulled my weight. I went and did everything they asked me to as best to my ability, a lot of paperwork and also the uh, visits to the doctors and stuff like that. Uh, I made my appointments and you have to work for it, but it's worth working for. So I thank them. I ask all my fellow MTA uh, union members to uh, at least check this out. It might, you know, could be a very big help. All right. And uh, with that, uh, I will uh, finish this particular little segment and we'll be getting back to the show uh, right after this message. Hey everybody, welcome back to the 
This is Joe Chuchu outside looking in. Yeah, it doesn't sound too good backwards. Let me try it the original way. Outside looking in. This is Joe Chuchu. Yeah, it sounds a lot better like that. <laughs> Hello, everybody. And uh, we're back here. Actually, the date now is uh, July 25th. My goodness, these things are kind of few and far between because, you know, life happens. Uh I've also had the pleasure, we'll be talking later on, that, about the fact that I've uh, met a fellow podcaster. But uh, first of all, uh, I'm going to leave that for the next set of uh, episodes. Uh, I just wanted to touch upon a particular uh, subject. I did say in one of my, er- in the earlier uh, part of this season that I would talk about three things, and I never got to the third thing, which is the uh, new car I have. Uh, yes, I was able to go to to Echo Park Automotive. They're a joint that. Uh, well, I guess this is their commercial within a, uh, within the uh, podcast. Um, they only do lease cars, so all their cars are less than fifty thousand miles, and they are also no more than four years old. So nothing older than a seventeen. And uh, that's what I was kind of looking for. I was looking kind of for, you know, something something that makes it a little bit of state, something a little different, you know. Uh, I didn't want the same old SUVs or whatever out there and also whatever I could decently afford. I mean, I could get something a little better, but, you know, I didn't want to go that incredibly crazy. So uh, I looked at them and strange enough, you go on cars.com. And uh, good for them that they're one of the few first people that that come right up immediately over other dealerships. And also the fact that they were extremely close by. They were just down the road from where I live, very close to Raymond James Stadium. And uh, yeah, so it was convenient for us to go down there. Uh, I had gone and fixed the Hyundai, gave it its new, uh, a new fender, even though it was black. Uh, not a fender, I'm sorry. It would be the front bumper cover okay so that wasn't all that expensive but i did have to have somebody put it on and i uh looked at the guy put it on over at uh uh jal auto service uh uh, somebody again who i have to do a commercial for but i believe i did speak about them earlier in uh earlier podcast so at this point, uh, I fix it up. I got, I fixed the AC. I spent pretty much most of whatever Joe Biden gave me. I spent it on that car just to fix it up to sell it. Can you believe that? And I went and uh, they gave me exactly what I owed on the car. Um, what was good for me is that it was, since it was attached to one of those, um, how can I say, uh, secondary loan joints, in this case, Mariner Finance, I was paying uh, them. They had the lien, and uh, I paid them uh, at a pretty high interest rate. So in the very much that these people folded this money into their own loan at almost like one-third the interest was extremely helpful. Hey, I started a whole new thing for seven, uh, for six years, but it, it was a good investment. So what did I buy? I bought a Ford EcoSport. Yeah, not even the crickets are chirping. Exactly. Uh, it's not a well-known car. It's not even pushed in the United States because I believe that from what little I read of it, that it was a, a base, uh, that it was uh, built in Brazil, in 
their Ford factories over there. So it's it's one of those cars that you usually see more in another country. If you've traveled to another country, strangely enough, in fact, even just to the islands around here, you find that uh, people have made cars that are totally different or give them totally different brand names for the same car. The Kia Soul, yeah, they know it down there is the Kia Wave, okay, uh... In Puerto Rico, I'm sorry. This is in Puerto Rico, not in Brazil. So that that's why I know that they have different models uh, for uh, for the cars for different markets. And so this Echo Sport, and like I said, they're not really pushed over here. But I'd say it's a pretty good car. Uh, it had a uh, interesting, I wouldn't say interesting, a spotty history because they didn't know what they exactly they wanted to do with the SUV. But uh, it's smaller than an Edge. That I can tell you that much. It is smaller than an Edge. It's almost like a Toyota Rav Four, even just a tad smaller. It's almost like a very bulky Fiat Five Hundred L, the big one, the big Fiat Five Hundred. That's what it kind of looks like. It looks like I'm I'm driving a ball, you know. So yeah, it's got a very stubby nosed front. Um, all the bells and whistles, though, I have to admit, uh, heated seats, uh, sensors all over the place, uh, airbags all over the place, rocking musical system hooks up to. I have to hook it up with Ford Sync, though. It's not quite like I haven't figured out all the bells and whistles, but we don't care. We just listen to all the music. In fact, we listen to pretty much the same radio stations, uh, but it's got a huge 8, eight inch or 10 inch screen in the front oh my god you can't see that you can't see you shouldn't be driving that car all right and uh the one big drawback that i messed up on is the fact that if you don't have the seats folded down there's very little trunk space in the back so i've been able to get it my crap down to a minimum okay uh, that i used to have in the other car and also a, a small wheel well and uh you know i i could play with that car a little more i could still probably do a little bit of my uh my tetris skills with the with the uh, thing especially since it doesn't it doesn't come with a spare tire it's a five seater you can sit some, five decently you know big kids five big you know three big kids in the back you know adults eh, i'm not sure but uh, very comfortable in the front, leather interior. Uh, that's very nice. And But the thing about the space in the back, all it has really is not even a trunk. All it has is like a, uh, wow. All it is is like a, a cover. Uh, one of those that you would see in smaller cars like the PT Cruiser, that little shelf in the back, little cardboard shelf. Well, this one's a bit stronger. It's almost like a floor piece to a, to a car, to a sedan. Uh, where you would lift it up and then go underneath for the tire, something that strong. However, it's only like about four inches off the bottom and it slopes toward the bottom. So really, it's really more of like a secret space for flat objects, which is all we can use it for. So uh, it that's a problem. And like I say, what's above, uh, I was able to, uh, you know, cheat going up a little bit because there's like indentations on the side in, in the in the back rear area cargo area and i managed to stick a, a, a first aid kit and then bungee cord a a roll of towel paper across the front of it and that kind of stays so that's at least that is taken care of but you know my wife carrying bags and stuff like that i managed to get all the bags into something and also get uh, basically all my emergency crap 
into my folding into my folding uh, backpack slash emergency bag slash actually folding seat with back. All right. Bought that thing years ago. I thought it was messed up, but it wasn't as messed up as I thought it would be. So, uh, has all the bells and whistles in the back. You got the middle thing folded over to be a cup holder, which is cool. The rear also has an actual plug-in plug. All right, not a twelve volt, actually one ten volt plug in the back with inverter. All right, in case you need that. Uh, front has a twelve volt inverter has uh two uh usb ports uh has uh, a nice armrest with of course the re requisite extending armrest with you know you lift it up and it's got his little thing in the middle you know every everything's pretty good and then it has a computer so everything in front is a screen there's no analog there's no analog moving parts. Everything's a screen up front in front of you. And so you see, I play a game. It has a thing where it keeps on telling you uh, the way you got your foot on the pedal tells you how many miles per gallon you're getting. So you make a game of it, you know, uh, you know, try to get it to get decent mileage. You know, so you're looking at the gauge It's as, as you're, you're moving your foot, even the very slightest uphill and downhill in the road and the almost just you like flexing your foot kind of like you just like uh, you just relax just even relax your muscle all of a sudden boop, goes like 0.3 miles a gallon more as oh my god this thing <coughs> this thing is that is that um sensitive now the the only thing is that I don't expect much great mileage out of it because it is first of all an all wheel drive vehicle, which is also a plus. Ford EcoSport uh, basically now the model comes only in an all wheel drive. In its history, it didn't the, the lesser model, but now it does. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. As you can see, this is unedited, no cough button, <coughs> which is funny because I'm going to talk about somebody I, I met today in a, in a later. Uh, in the next uh, episodes and um, the car also has the uh, crazy oh it has oh my god it has uh, the windshield wipers are uh, sensor sensor so you just set it and if it starts to rain if they get wet they, they go on their own heated seats which I don't need leather, leather seats though well yeah pleatherish leather seat with strong stuff so it's all it's all real pretty it, it's pretty nice very comfortable very roomy oh moon roof Automatic uh, roof, uh, sunroof, moonroof, whatever. I don't know why some people call it a moonroof and some people call it a sunroof. I have no idea. Uh, I'll have to have that at, uh, Google that someday. What's the difference between a sunroof and a moonroof? Um, and the crazy quirk also about it is that its door opens sideways from one end to the other. Kind of, I think, what is it? Not the element. Who does that? The cube? The Nissan Cube, something like that. You, you you reach under the handle, and especially if you got the keys on you because everything's remote. It's remote start. So you press underneath and you hear click, and you just grab it and just from, from your right out to your left, and it just opens up like a big clam, you know, which is pretty cool because this way you're not, uh, you're not really met. It's pretty square. That's what I like. Also, the entrance is pretty square. I hate all those SUVs that have rounded rears in any direction. All right. 
If it looks like a sausage at the end, it, it, to me, it's no good because all that is like wasted space. You can't fit square pegs into round objects. All right. And most furniture, a lot of furniture that I have seen is square or rectangular or whatever. So to try to fit a, anything into that, into that car, it, it's a little easier because at least it's wide enough and you can get something in there, so you put the chairs down. Uh, I mean, the uh, seats, the back seats down. So it, it, it does its job. Got a decent price for it. They were willing to uh, finance the whole thing. I was super happy because I, I, uh, one of my next episodes will be the anti-commercial. You know, when I tell people that there's something finally I got so pissed off about, I didn't like the way I was treated. And, you know, it, it, it's... A, and. It was the reason why I went to these people for the car, but I'm glad I did. You know, if you believe that God puts you where you're supposed to be, then uh, that that would uh, that would be a very very good reason. Okay, so that Ford EcoSport four wheel drive, I get maybe nineteen city twenty eight highway is what I get. You know, but it tracks well. It has some decent speed to it. Oh, the crazy last thing I got to tell you about the car is I got the titanium model, of course, which it would be the upgrade with all the bells and whistles. Whoopee. All right. However, is that I found out that at first the original model, uh, the non-titanium model, came with a 1.03 cylinder ZTEC rotary engine. Okay. Haven't seen those in a long time. All right, uh, mine has a, a ZTEC, but non-rotary four-cylinder, two-point-zero liter. All right, so at least that gives it a little more. Otherwise, I don't know what. I really don't know how one-liter engine was going to push that car just like that. Okay, kind of, kind of weird. But otherwise, I got to go, and of course, in my wife's color. Red. I mean, this is bright fire engine. Red. Okay, so you can't mistake it coming down the street. Even though there's so many red cars in Florida, I don't understand why. After gray, black, and silver, or any neutral colors or anything like that, red is more than I almost never see a green car. Not that many blue cars. Even with the new companies coming out with some really beautiful metallic like brushed aluminum colors and stuff like that like an ice blue or something like that but uh, no otherwise the, the after the neutrals the standard color is red so that's what the color of the car is but i'm i'm happy i'm happy it's it's doing so far and they got me for everything but that's fine because i wanted everything i wanted the, the full warranty on the damn thing i want to make sure that you know, just like I am living here in this apartment, that if I got a problem, all I do is make a phone call in that car. The minute the car even just looks at me sideways, even looks at me sideways, I'm making phone calls. All right. And that's the way it should be. So listen, folks, I'm not going to bore you anymore with my new car. All right. We're going to go to a break and probably go into the next updated episode. Uh, in fact, I'm cheating here because uh, the timeline of the one I'm speaking to you is a lot later than the other two things I was speaking about before. And basically is more into the timeline of what I'm most likely going to be speaking about next. 
All right, so it's a time warp is what it is. So thanks for listening, okay? So again, this is Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo, and uh, I'll see you on the other side of the break.